0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Competition Countdown. We are here with Sue Melvin from Rochester Rhapsody. Hi, Sue. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So tell us a little bit, where do you want to start, with yourself or with the chorus first?
1: So Rochester Rhapsody has been in existence since 1996. Uh, one of the things we're proud of is we've qualified for international every year since inception. That's so amazing. we we do love to compete, but we're also <laughs> a very busy performing chorus. We okay. perform out about 20 times a year.
0: That's a lot. Um,
1: we prefer to fundraise by singing versus selling candy bars.
0: <laughs> I, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we do sing, sing out quite a bit. Uh, we do singing telegrams that helps add to our income a little bit. Um, and we have a lot of fun. We just came off a coaching weekend with Dr. Jay Butterfield.
0: That's exciting.
1: And uh, we feel like you raised us to a new point, and we have rehearsal this evening. I'm looking forward to trying out all the things we did on the weekend. So
0: that's exciting. I,
1: I've been directing Rochester Rhapsody for about 15 years. I've been a chorus director for 26, and I'm a barbershop geek, second, gen, second generation, second generation okay. barbershopper, yeah. and I'm a member of Sweet Adelines, BHS, and HI.
0: Okay. So this is your entire life then as well. Can't get enough barbershop. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about all of these other performances, because we have some groups that, you know, solely do it for competition. Some groups that solely do it for the fun of it and just rehearse and do a couple of gigs a year. How, how do you make that happen? That sounds logistically very, very difficult.
1: Yeah, it's it's a scheduling uh, nightmare at times, but we come right off of international into another project, into another project, into another project. You know how that goes. I think um, a while back in Rochester Rhapsody, it was, as with a lot of choruses, we would kind of just wait for the phone to ring to mm-hmm. hire us, and the phone didn't ring that much. <laughs> so... <laughs> We created a position, a performance coordinator that actually proactively seeks performances. And um, we have a really good person in the position right now. We've, We've been fortunate to have a lot of good people in that position. And they'll actually position it. Have I got a deal for you if you have us come in and perform for you on a Monday night, which is our rehearsal night? where we get the best response <laughs> from our members. You know, we'll do it for X amount of dollars. And we try to book as many of our performances on rehearsal night as possible. So we get we don't have as many conflicts with um, the singers. So um, that position just books us up and she and I work together and, and the music team, of course, and determine where in our schedule is the most logical place to put those performances. And something that's worked really super well for us is we sing out the entire month of december and the entire month of june so that way we only have to prepare one set one time right and we go out and do it cookie cutter you know four five six gigs in a row
0: that's amazing and by by the sixth one
1: we're actually doing really well
0: (laughs) (laughs) well they say that old adage is you know the best rehearsal is a gig so
1: yeah, yeah. So that has worked really, really well for us. We're also proud members of the Greater Rochester Choral Consortium, which is um, a group of 28 choirs and choruses here in the Rochester area. You know, we're home of the Eastman School of Music here, mm-hmm. and uh, the choral community is, is very uh, competitive, but also very educated and very skilled. So we have brought barbershop to the table at that consortium. And uh, we're no longer the uh, ugly stepchild, if you will. (laughs) We're, We're accepted among the choral community just as everyone else is. So that's helped our reputation in the community as
0: well. That's really great. What a great example of outreach too, to bring more awareness to the barbershop community. Yeah. So, I mean, how has, you've been with them a while now, how has the chorus grown over the time that you've been directing them?
1: Well, it's actually funny you should ask that because we had a membership program in mid-August and we had 28 guests visit on the first night. Wow. One, more than we have chorus members.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that's larger than my chorus right now.
1: We were just floored. I think it was a combination of, of good PR and social media presence and also a great team who was pushing the whole event But also, I think we just hit people at the right time. You know, they're coming off of COVID. They're feeling a little bit more comfortable. They're coming in. Maybe they are starting new hobbies. It was just before, you know, school started. And I'm happy to report that here we are a month later, a little more than, you know, four, four rehearsals later, and we still have 14 who plan on auditioning.
0: That's amazing.
1: And so we're, we're really, really excited. We have four tonight as a matter of fact. So we've actually, our music team, we've been scrambling wonderful problem to have, but we have really been (laughs) scrambling to make sure that these people are taken care of and that we have the structure, the infrastructure in place to onboard them and make them feel comfortable and welcome and learn some skills.
0: What does the audition process look like for your chorus?
1: Um, we, we require that they sing in a quartet. They have to memorize the song. Um, the song changes depending on what part of the cycle we're in. Right now we're in a contest cycle, so they learn the contest uptune. Um, they have practice sessions every single week, starting from week two until they're ready. Generally, it's a max of around six weeks. And they sing with the practice quartet until they're ready to sing alone. And then we set a time and they sing with the quartet and we that the rest is history.
0: That's some pretty awesome commitment you get there from your members. Yeah. So how are you all preparing for contests?
1: So we are starting to really gear up now. We have a new contest up tune. since our coaching with Jay, which was phenomenal. He has quite a knack of... Melding all the categories together and kind of uh, coaching us on all of those at the same time and motivating us to do better and recognizing where the potential is, you know, so that's really been a great kickoff. So we've been singing these songs right along. We sang one of them for ACC, um, but now we're really excited about them as a package. Yes. Uh, And, you know, people are buying into that. This is our story. You know, this is, this is our story. These aren't just two songs that we're singing on the stage. It's our story that we want to share with our friends. That's exciting.
0: So what is, you know, what is the feeling like? I mean, it's been three years since even your most senior members have been on a contest on the international contest stage.
1: Yeah. And as a matter of fact, we haven't spent a whole lot of time on risers either because, we have a great rehearsal hall, lots of space. We just continue to distance as much as we can. Um, we still do have a few members who mask for various reasons and there's no mask shaming in our chorus. And. We are very pro-vaccination. We require even our guests to be vaccinated to visit the hall. So that has all changed, of course. We do get on risers for coaching and we start our riser work about a month before contest and try to space the folks out on the risers as much as possible so that we can all feel more comfortable. We have a strict COVID questionnaire that everybody fills out every single week. And if you have any symptoms of anything, you stay home. And of course, now we have live streaming of the rehearsals. So, you know, you can watch the rehearsal from home. And yeah, when we first came back, it was, you know, I think we struggled with some of the same things everybody else was. Um, Some of us were struggling with our highs, you know, the highs weren't there like they were before and took a little more time to come back. Um, Breath support was a common issue. (laughs)
0: that went right and, out the window. <laughs> mhm.
1: And so what we did, we brought Deborah Lynn in, one of the things I work with the Singers Symposium, mm-hmm. and uh, Deborah Lynn of course is the architect of the Singers Symposium. And we brought her in to do virtual PVIs for everybody in the chorus. And you know, she is an expert on the bel canto method. Okay. Uh, Tony Bennett is a bel canto <laughs> pupil, which is One of the reasons he kept his voice so wonderfully Mm -hmm. into his 90s, it's a relaxed, open, free means of singing and breathing that is tension-free. And so we brought her in to do that. And guess what? We found out that the majority of us were working too hard.
0: (laughs) Fancy that.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Fancy that from a bunch of overachievers, right?
0: (laughs) No one has ever described an HI member as an overachiever. I don't know what you're talking about, Sue. So what are you telling your newer members about what to expect from ICNC?
1: So our newer members, well, we're very fortunate here in Rochester that Turning Stone is so close uh-huh. in proximity to us. So that's one thing that makes it a little easier. They don't have to fly out of state or anything like that. Some of our newer members are have had some barbershop experience in the past, so they're aware of it. But coming in from Sweet Adelines, the H.I., Experience is very, very different. different. And I, I'm a sweet Adeline myself. So, you know, I think it's all great barbershop and all people who love to sing. But the HI experience being a little bit of a smaller organization, we have the luxury of being a little, mo- little more togetherness, and you know more people, and more people know you, and mm. it's just a very warm atmosphere. So we reassure them with that, of course, that they're coming into the right place. But let's face it, Amanda, you can't really explain it properly. No, you, you have can't. to be in, <laughs> the, in the audience that first time when the pipe blows and everyone in the room is singing the same song together. Yep, I mean, you can't des- me.
0: you can't <laughs> describe
1: me. that to somebody, right? Yep. So we're looking forward to being able to, it's like your children, the first time they see snow and you get to see it again for the first time through their <laughs> eyes, right?
0: That's a good way to put it. Well, I am looking forward to seeing your set and meeting all of your members and please come and say hello. I'll be there with my chorus. And we are, we are just looking forward to seeing what all of these groups have come up with in COVID. And it sounds like you all have something special ready to go.
1: And very best of luck to your chorus as well. I'll, we'll be likewise cheering for you. Area three, the place to be.
0: be. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much, Sue.
1: All right. Take care.